Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. I thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Today, I'm going to be discussing the root of addiction. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing, first of all, what is an addiction? Why do people become addicts? We're also going to discuss the roots of addiction, the specifically the childhood origins of why someone becomes an addict. And then we're going to talk about how to overcome an addiction, how to heal some tips on overcoming and healing from having an addiction. So to begin, I define addiction as anything that we use to soothe our pain and assists in self-avoidance. So these may include most specifically alcohol and drugs, which are the most common, but there are many different addictions and honestly anything that is used to avoid ourself and soothe our pain could be considered an addiction. Uh, some of the lesser known ones are the addiction to people, the addiction to overthinking, to attention, to, dis- to dissociation or fantasy, uh, codependency and narcissism are both forms of addiction, to power, to control, uh, to overachieving, and anything that can distract us from our pain, from our true selves, and our present moment experience. So addiction can also be seen as a maladaptive attempt to meet our emotional, spiritual, and relational needs. I'm going to discuss that specifically very soon. So whenever people are in pain, you know, whenever we're uh, suffering, we're, we want to look for ways to get out of that pain. We don't want to be in pain. Ultimately, we're looking to uh, experience pleasure and avoid pain. So if we do not have an understanding of why our pain is being experienced, as well as we don't have ways of coping with it, we'll most usually look for ways of dealing with it and, and soothing, which will help alleviate the discomfort, uh, which ultimately the soothing agents end up causing more harm in the long term. So by continuously choosing something to regulate our pain or negative emotions outside of ourselves, it becomes a habit. And as a result, we develop an attachment towards that very thing that helps us soothe. This causes a dependency on that soothing agent. And ultimately, this is what we call addiction. So at the core of the human condition is a basic need for connection. The lack of connection, I would argue, is one of the most painful emotional and psychological experiences a person can have. So this pain is a large portion of the reason why we are trying to soothe and ultimately why we become addicts. So one of the main forms of soothing is to avoid yourself altogether. It's just self-avoidance. If you're not with yourself, if you're not present in your own life, then ultimately you don't have to feel the pain that you're going through. And obviously, if you're not there, you can't experience pleasure as well. But ultimately, the point is, is that if you don't want to be in pain, just cutting off your emotions and disconnecting from yourself is a great way to avoid it. Now, pain is not a bad thing, uh, as I see it. I see pain as, in fact, messengers, something that is telling us something about ourself, about our uh, needs, about our unmet needs, and ultimately what needs our attention for healing. Now, the problem is, is that if we are running from our pain, if we're soothing it, you know, if we're not present with our pain, then ultimately we're not going to let it teach us. We're not even in our own life to feel the pain, process it, and let pain be our teacher, because ultimately the pain is a teacher to tell us about what we need to know uh, in order to become healthy, become better. And if we're not there to feel the pain and learn from it, ultimately it cannot teach us. So like I mentioned earlier, addiction can also be seen as a maladaptive attempt to meet needs. Now, the most basic need, like I mentioned, is intimacy and human human connection. So the pain of being disconnected 
gets momentarily relief from being high, you know, which, which that high in essence is received from the substance. And for the short term, the drug of choice or the substance of choice, the relationship addiction offers a high, which seems like connection, uh, but inevitably it leads to more isolation and disconnection, furthering the pain and thus ultimately the need for more of the substance, which gets us hooked into this carrot on a stick, that, that rat race to get more and more highs. So ultimately we can avoid more and more pain. So now let's take a look at our childhood and how our childhood affects our uh, way of being, our, our emotional health, ultimately how it wounds us and how that leads us to become addicted to different things. So ultimately the lack of secure attachment and connection to our primary caregivers creates a childhood wound. Now this wound is a result of a lack of some basic fundamental human need that was not met. So the lack of whatever need that was, the emotional and spiritual nutrients that were not received by the child, it causes a void and a deficiency within the sense of self that is extremely profoundly painful. This is often referred to as an attachment trauma, right? So th this void that is looking to be filled and ultimately in the universe, nothing can be nothing. It can't have a void. So it's gotta be filled with something. So the addiction is aiming to fill that void and ultimately supply the nutrients for that unmet need of the self. So practically speaking, addiction is where there is too much, too little, or not the correct amount of that which is required to meet a need. So based on this, we can see that any attempt to fill this void, uh, that it's not appropriate, it's not the correct ingredient, not the right amount, uh, that's only gonna cause further harm and disconnection, and as a result of that, just more pain. So these unmet emotional, spiritual needs can range from anything from attention to affection, uh, to safety, to skin-to-skin -skin contact, unconditional love, whatever need that the child needed at that time that was not met ultimately created this wound, and as a result, that extreme attachment trauma, and as a result, that pain. So childhood trauma can be measured in terms of unmet needs. So it's not necessarily about what happened to the individual, and this is why you see different siblings, let's say, in a specific family of origin that was all say treated the same way or similar, some will have more wounds than the other because it's about how much the child needed. So the, the, the wounds that I'm talking about are essentially which needs were not met and as a result of that, how much damage was caused. So addiction at this point is a faulty attempt at getting what was not gotten early on and a faulty relationship pattern that a person has with one's needs as a result of that deficit early on, as, as well as a lack of life skills on how to meet one's own needs in a healthy way that was stemming back from parents, primary caregivers who do not mirror that for the child. And finally, with childhood wounds comes most usually negative emotions, and as a result of that, subsequently negative self-talk and a raging inner critic. So this critic is hurtful and is often abusive, and an attempt to avoid the pain of that critical governing voice, addictions, and soothing agents work to calm the, chaos, the inner chaos that, are, that is created from this inner critic. So now let's talk about how to overcome an addiction. So many of us struggle with addiction and it is a dark, dark struggle to get past an addiction. We are so wired. We've created our whole life to manipulate things, people to get our addictive needs met, to feed the addiction. So how to overcome an addiction? So firstly, less important is the specific drug of choice uh, or the avoidant technique as is the pain that the addiction is serving to soothe and the wound that is in desperate need of healing. So the goal is to use the pain to track down our wounds and heal it. But first, we have to feel our pain. So we have to feel the pain, listen to it, understand there's a wound here. Uh, you know, once we do this, we can develop a healthy way of relating to our needs by understanding what it is that we need and learning healthy ways of meeting them. And because of the lack of appropriate attunement of our needs, which did not allow us to build a healthy sense of self, this caused us to become disconnected from ourselves. So overcoming addiction entails not soothing this pain, but using it as a guide to understand, you know, what our needs are so we can build that healthy, 
independent sense of self, which will allow for a connection to ourselves. You know, this includes a healthy dependence on ourselves and the ability to emotionally regulate by ourselves as opposed to you know, looking for something outside of ourselves in order to assist us in that process process. So once this connection to ourselves and to our higher self is in place, we'll be in an infinitely better position to interconnect with other people in a healthy way because ultimately that connection to other people begins with the connection we have with ourselves. So this connection is going to bring the fulfillment that we're searching for through the addiction. So, you know, once we understand that we can get that fulfillment through healthy connection, we'll be less motivated and we'll have less of an urge to fill up ourselves with the emotional and spiritual toxins that the addiction offers. So in AA and the many anonymous groups, there's a whole concept of letting uh, letting go and letting God, right? So the way I interpret this is, is that when you're letting go, you're letting go of the defense mechanisms that you created to protect yourselves uh, from, your, from your pain, from your shame, from your guilt, the painful negative emotions, from your fear. And what you're doing is you're allowing your higher self, you're trusting your higher self to guide you on your healing journey. So your higher self essentially is the part of you that's connected to higher consci consciousness whose intelligence is pure, unconditional love, and it is fully aware of what you need to know and what you need to do in order to meet your needs and ultimately walk your way out of the hellish existence that is an addiction. So by developing a trusting and healthy, loving relationship with the higher self, uh, you can be guided on this pathway to enlightenment and ultimately to, to healing. So when it comes to the anonymous groups, however, you know, I definitely feel that there's benefit to them and I myself have, have, have visited them and, and benefited greatly from them. Uh, but that being said, until we understand that there's a wound in which our addiction is aiming to soothe, we will always replace one addiction for a more socially acceptable one. So to truly overcome an addiction, we need to build a sense of self. We have to become whole. We have to practice self-acceptance. We have to work on our self-love and aim to connect to our higher self and others you know, in a healthy way, which will again lead to the fulfillment that we're trying to seek and get out through the addiction. And only through this will we, will we be able to fill ourselves up and feel fulfilled you know, as human beings in a way that leads to a healthy growth and happiness as opposed to addictions you know, that leave us broken, empty, yearning, and, and disconnected and just unhappy as people. And it's so often that we reach rock bottom. And, and this is where we find out that we're, in a, we're addicts. You know, we may not even realize that we're addicted until we reach this place of utter helplessness and darkness. So when life breaks down, you know, while it seems impossibly dark, this is an excellent opportunity to finally face ourselves and fix and correct what needs healing uh, because ultimately life's not working out. The way we, we have designed our life, the beliefs we have, the patterns of relating, the paradigm we exist in, it's just not sustainable. So this breakdown is resulting from that. So instead of seeing your life is just falling apart and life is over, you know, sometimes we need to be brought to our knees and have our lives fall apart in order to fully understand the devastating effects of an addiction, understand where it's coming from, and so we can heal. Because ultimately, if we don't, we are stuck. And sometimes we can have these low-key addictions for years on end. Uh, but it's when it breaks down, realizing that it hasn't really been working this whole time. There hasn't been happiness. There hasn't been healthy growth. Hasn't been healthy, fulfilling connection. Uh, so sometimes, if you can see it from perspective of, uh, of the silver lining of it being a blessing in disguise, it's a tough perspective to have, especially if you're in this darkness. But it's important to understand that it gets better, but we do need to heal. Uh, and I do want to finish off with a quote, and this one is made by myself. The uh, quote goes like this, the opposite of addiction is not abstinence. The opposite of addiction is human connection, specifically connection to ourselves. So it's so important if you're trying to overcome an addiction to understand that your pain is not the enemy. The pain is just simply something it's telling you something that you need to know about your wounds. It's important to heal those wounds and not just sue them, not run away from yourself and not uh, escape, but rather sit with yourself, feel your pain, and give yourself the nutrients you need so you can develop a sense of self so that you can connect to your higher self and as a result, connect to people. And when you feel that feeling of happiness, fulfillment, and when you start to grow as a person, 
which is what happens when we connect, then as a result of that, you start to love your life, you start to appreciate your existence, and you have less of a desire and motivation to escape. So if this is a struggle for you, you are most certainly not alone, although it might feel like you are alone because addiction, we most usually manipulate people and hurt people and push everyone away so we feel alone. Um, but if you are alone, ultimately, that's a good place to start working on yourself so you can become your most authentic self and start to attract people and things that help you grow and become your most self-actualized, growth-minded, and happy, healthy self. So if it's a struggle for you, please do allow me to assist you on this struggle, on this journey to healing. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so feel free to reach out to me and discuss how I can be of service to you on your healing journey. My email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at magnoliahealingcenter.com. You can reach me by phone, 818-210-6049. I want to thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.